Welcome to Get My Husband Off My Podcast. This should be interesting. Good evening, guys. Welcome to Get My Husband Off My Podcast. Episode 47, I think. I'm not too sure. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it's... I can't call this a special episode because they are special to me. So I don't want to just single this one out. But it is 3 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, as we all do, we wake up suddenly. Like whether it be from a dream or something like that or something that happened throughout the day. or You know, I woke up. Or we just woke up and had to use the bathroom. You know, who knows? We human. But anyway, <laughs> um, last last episode I spoke on the Kareem Hunt incident about the football player that got, you know, in in trouble for basically assaulting a, a woman in a at a hotel. At a hotel back in February, I believe. And it's it's come out that a lot of different things could have could have possibly happened could have could have transpired to why he attacked her and i stated last week that i don't believe it was racially involved i actually believe what i heard was you know he tried to get the woman to perform sexual acts on a group of friends of his and you know she refused and he had, you know, tried to attack her or attacked her, basically. That has happened plenty of times before with athletes and celebrities and just people in general. But now I keep hearing about it because they're saying that she that she called him the N-word and his only his only thing to do was his first reaction was to physically attack her. Now, I don't believe that violence solves issues, but those who know me personally would beg to differ, but uh, I honestly don't believe that that your your first initial response to someone who calls you, you know, a derogatory name, a racial slur, whatever color you are, I, I don't believe that your first response is, is violence. I honestly don't. Or I, I don't believe your first response should be violence, I'll say. So when that issue came about, when a lot of different people came about saying that he should get a lifetime ban. He should get a lifetime ban because of what he did to that woman. You know, what he did to that woman was unjust, it was wrong. No one really knows unless you were there. So it was just, it's just all speculation on a lot of, a lot of different people. But I feel whatever it's black and white, it's always just that issue, black and white, or anybody of color <clears throat> against another person. I feel it's just that issue. That's that's the only thing that they see. So with saying that, I don't I I don't believe that I'm not saying she didn't, but I don't believe that this particular woman called him the N word when it was 
I believe to be a group of people in a hallway, hotel lobby, in a hotel lobby. I saw white, I saw black, I saw Kareem, I saw the woman. And it was multiple men, multiple colors. So I'm not going to say that it was just like she would single him out as being that. Because in this day and age, you know, there's plenty of different people who use that word as a term of endearment now. Plenty of people who use that word as, as a term of endearment. And they're not looked at as racist. They're looked at as basically down. And I hate it to even say that because that's so not like me. But I have groups of friends that, you know, aren't black that, that don't use that word. But I would consider them to be, you know, with me. Meaning when I say with me, I, I would consider them to be a friend. I consider them to be a, consider them to be a brother, a sister. I don't look at color. And I'm also not gonna say that it's that that it was perceived to be, oh, you're gonna do whatever we say, or you know, you just get out. It could be that. It could very well be that. We just brought you here because, you know, we wanna do whatever we want to do to you. That's has been that that is that has been happening so long, so long. It's not just a black and white thing. That's just it's, there's there's been women who have had those problems with men, like at parties and stuff like that. You know, you get a you get a, a stripper or whatever for a bachelorette party or a stripper for a bachelor party, and you want you want a little bit more than just seeing them take their clothes off. So. You get mad. There's been fights, I've heard. There's been, you know, things, things have happened. I'm not saying that was this incident, but to basically say that she called him that word and his only resort was to physically attack her. Now, I'm a black man. I've worked in, you know, grocery. I've, I've worked in grocery for 15 years. So I mean, and I know and I see a lot of different people, a lot of different walks of life. I get called colored at least once a week. The area that I that I used to work in, I got called colored at least once a week. Now, I, I figure if you say colored, you really mean the other thing. You just don't want to come out and say the other thing. So if you're saying, oh, he's such a nice colored gentleman, you're basically saying he's just a nice N-word, that. But I didn't take offense to it. I wasn't going to you know, basically lose my job or just basically be be outside of my character. Oh my God, you called me colored. You know, I I don't like that or whatever, whatever. You know, I'm 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 coming to get you or something like that. No, it was just a word. It's just a word. But I, I do understand that 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 word comes with a laundry list of problems. Those words come with long list of issues. Just any race, there's a word that you don't want to hear. There's a word that you don't want to be said in your presence because of what it brings, the stigma that it brings. As there's pain in, in, in that. There's pain involved. So no, you don't want to hear that word. No, you don't want to be called that. And I understand that. But, those, but there are people who choose to walk away. 
No, there are people who choose to to basically look at the person that's saying it. Oh my, okay, you're a, a weaker individual, physically, spiritually, mentally. You're a weak individual, and I shouldn't waste my time with you, because if they're just saying words, running off at the lip, and all of that, they can't harm you physically. There's nothing they can do to you physically. I've done seen plenty of people who've gotten into arguments and expecting a fight, then the fight doesn't happen because that person really can't do anything physically, so all they do is run them off. You you walk away. You walk away. The way I came up, the school I'm from, if they don't harm you physically, just walk away. Because the mentality I got, the mentality I have and I grew up with is to live to fight another day. So those words, because that person, nine times out of ten, that person doesn't know you personally. So that person can only say what they see. Yeah, I'm going to call you the N-word. I'm going to call you the H-word or something like that because that's, that's how I know to hurt you. Okay, and that's what, if that's how you feel, you can hurt me, fine. But guess what? You're not going to break my spirit. You're not going to harm me because I can care less about you and how you feel. I, th- I believe I've stated on this podcast before a couple of incidents that I've had with, you know, the Ku Klux Klan and stuff like that and how I didn't really, I, I wasn't harmed or anything like that. And, you know, and how I just, how I chose not to, not to let it, you know, bother me because it was just words. Those are, those, those are just words. Now, keep in mind, if this was, 1950s, 1960s, or something like that, then yeah. Me having a run-in with the Ku Klux Klan would skirt the hell out of me. Because that's that was that was the norm then. You, you know, you you were told to stay here. You were told to stay there. You couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. I didn't live in those times though. I didn't live in those times. My wife didn't live in those times. My children aren't growing up in those times. Granted, it's still here, but that aspect of it is, I believe it's gone. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say, oh, don't, you can't go here because we're not allowed to. You can't do this because we're not allowed to. And I know I'm going completely off of my, you know, my initial subject, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture here. I grew up, well, I was, I was raised with the idea that you shouldn't put your trust in people, people in general, and that you really shouldn't trust people that aren't your color because of how they look at you. I always, and I grew up asking a lot of questions. So one of my questions was, why should I hate that person? Oh, well, they're going to keep you down. But then again, when I go outside, I see policemen helping who are, you know, not of that color. I see firemen. I see doctors. Every time I went to the doctor, you know, my doctors were black and white. And that guy, you know, was always nice. My dentist was nice. He was white. My school teachers were white. A, a majority of them were white, but at the grand, I did have black school teachers. I did have a lot of those, but a majority of them were white. They were nice. They didn't call me that word. They didn't try to keep me down. So I grew up like 
Well, if I'm supposed to hate these people, they're supposed to talk about me and call me this name that I've never heard. I didn't hear that word coming up a lot. But I was told I was. I was told this is what they thought of you. This is, this is what they think of you. But I just, I just didn't really understand why I should hate, basically. I didn't understand why I was told to hate. And I chose to find out on my own because nobody taught me this. If it was up to them, I would, I would hate all people and, and just be, you know, for my own race. And I come to find out that that's really not the way that I want to be. I'm not judging, so don't try to attack me. I'm not judging if you are. But that's not how I want to raise my children, and that's not how my wife wants to raise our children. Because we don't, you know, it's not, I don't, we don't parent, you know, like, you know, this isn't like something that we, okay, this is how we're going to do this. It's not a game plan. You know, she has, she has ways and I have ways. And it always seems to come together, so to speak. But it's not like we just go by the, you know, go by a book and we do certain things, stuff like that. No. Because my wife could be that 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 woman that says, "No, you're gonna hate this people, these these people because of what they do. You're gonna hate this person because of who they are, whatever, whatever." No, no. She has a great heart, and she sees people for the goodness inside of them, just like I see people for the goodness inside of them, regardless of your color. Because you never know, you never know who can help you out in life. So once again, I know I went completely off subject, completely off topic, because. The only reason why I brought that up, I could have brought up a, a trillion other instances. I mean, I'm sorry, incidents where race was an issue when it really shouldn't have been. But this is just the most recent one. And I woke up with YouTube playing and that's, you know, basically what happened. So <laughs> because I don't feel that that word or those words or any word should really cause that sort of reaction. So I'm not I'm not on the side of the woman. I'm not on the side of Kareem Hunt. I'm just on the side of right. And it's it's time people start looking at themselves and really stop. Really, it's time to stop blaming race for everything because race isn't the issue for everything. It's a big issue, true enough, but it's not the issue for everything because sometimes it can just be People just hate in general. I mean, look at all the school shootings and everything else that goes on. Look at everything that happens. It's this very, I'm not, I'm not saying it's rare because it's not, because it does happen. Hate crimes do happen, yes, because there's a lot of ignorant people out there. But a lot of those times, like Sandy Hook, those were babies. A lot of babies, innocent children, the Las Vegas shooting, innocent people, pick a school shooting, innocent people. Granted, a lot of that was rooted in hatred because of what you did to me personally, like bullying and stuff like that. And that's a completely different issue. But a lot of that wasn't fueled by 
You have a different color of skin, and I hate you. So I'm not ready to run behind Kareem Hunt fighting this woman or attacking this woman and because she called him that. Because like I said, there's been plenty of times when I've been called that word and I just walked away. Kareem Hunt had millions of reasons to walk away, millions of reasons not to put himself in that situation, millions of reasons to be the bigger person and walk away. Yes, those millions of reasons were millions of dollars, but if I'm faced with putting my hands on this woman or walk back inside of this hotel and let her stand outside that door and scream and yell and call me whatever she wants to call me because I'm not getting ready to jeopardize my life for this one incident. I'm not ready to throw it all away because you called me that. I'm nowhere near a millionaire and I'm not getting ready to let a person ruin what I make at my job because they choose to call me colored. It's basically what I'm saying. I'm not getting ready to just up and throw it all away because you have a difference because of your, your issue. I can give a damn about how you feel. I'm not ready to, I'm not giving you the, the tools to ruin my life. Basically, I'm not giving you the tools to ruin my life. You feel you have the tools to ruin my life, but I'm not letting you. I'm not giving you the keys to my life and said, here, you steer it however you want to steer it. And if you steer it towards hatred, then I have to react that I'm basically letting you win. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing that. So that's why I say I don't believe it was racially motivated. Because if you look at it, was Ray Rice issue racially motivated? Did his fiance now wife call him a you know n word and he beat the hell out of her in that hotel elevator and then drug her out of that hotel? No. No. That wasn't the issue. That wasn't Kareem Hunt's issue either. But so don't jump to that. Race is not always the issue. I even heard people back in back in the day, back in 94, 95, say that's the reason why OJ killed um gosh darn it, and I can't even remember, killed killed, you know. Nicole and Ron, I believe that, that was the man's name. No, that wasn't the issue. Race was not motive. Race was not an issue at all. I heard people try to defend O.J. Simpson like they attacked him personally, and the only reason he could figure to to get her back or basically even the odds was to kill her. No, wasn't it? Race should not always be the issue. Granted, it is an issue, so don't get me wrong. It is an issue. It's a big issue in society. There's a big issue in our youth. They shouldn't, they, that, that's, that, that, should, that should end. That should really end because you're going to miss out on a wonderful opportunity if you have that ideology in your head that I hate you because you look different. 
It's too much money to be made out here, y'all. Too much money to be made. Too many ways for you to grow and live. Just because you hate someone, just because you look at them differently, because they look different than you, you, you never know who's going who's gonna to extend their hand to you, basically. You never know. You can believe what you want to believe, but I believe Jesus loved everyone equally, died for everyone equally. And I say that to say he didn't just die for a certain group of people. He didn't just say, all right, I'm only going to die for you. So basically everything good was just going to come to you. I get so sick and tired of hearing people say it's so hard out here for black men. It's so hard out here for black men. I honestly believe it's hard out here for everybody. It's just that a lot of us choose not to let a skin, the color of my skin, continue to persecute me or be the reason why I'm not motivated to do things in my life. No. No. It's hard out here for black men. I'm a black man. I've never been arrested. Never been in the back of a police car. Never been on the side of a police car. I've been questioned. Yeah. I've been called names by police. Yeah. I've had weapons drawn on me by police. Of course. I'm still here. I don't hate policemen. I itch a little when they're around me, but I don't hate them. <laughs> but I'm just saying... I'm not saying it's not hard, but I'm also saying there's a lot of bad people and there's a lot of good people, regardless of skin color. That's all I'm saying. Regardless of skin color. So you cannot just sit here and say that you're the, you're the way that you are because of the color of your skin. Because I know plenty of people who aren't black who are, you know, just as down on their luck who don't say, oh my gosh, I'm this way because of this, my skin color. I'm this way because of my religious beliefs. I'm this way. No, you're that way because somewhere along the lines, you lost faith. You lost hope. You lost belief in your ability. You wanted a handout. You believe in just not working for something and you want a handout. Or it could be that it just isn't your time yet. I'm not in a perfect state in my life. I'm not where I want to be in my life, but I'm, 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 I'm working on my happiness. I'm working on my own personal success. It doesn't have any do, anything to do with money, anything to do with the color of my skin. It's just that I know my story isn't, isn't over. So is it because of the color of my skin that I'm where I am? No. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's just not in the cards. It's, it's not. It's, that, that hand hasn't been dealt to me yet. It's the way I'm going to put it. Not because I'm black. It's, no, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm not going to run and use the race card and say, oh, I'm just, I'm this way because I'm black. 
I'm this way because I'm a black man, and that's the way things go nowadays. They want to keep us down. They want to. They just want to keep me down for the rest of my life because I'm black. They don't want to give me the opportunity. It's not it. I know plenty of people who still have that mentality that they're down because of the color of their skin. They're down because they're not given the opportunity because of the way that they look or the way that they talk, the way that they, you know, the way that they dress or carry themselves. I believe a lot of people are down because, and I hate to say this, a lot of people are down because you've lost faith in yourself. You lost faith in yourself. You lost confidence in yourself that you can change, that you can be a better person. So don't point the finger at a, at, at at people just because, oh, they 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 their society is made to keep people down. Society isn't made to keep people down. It's just that you need to find your lane, find what you're good at, and work and don't give up. A lot of people's problems is they give up. Don't give up. Try that one. Try not giving up. Try persevering. Try opening up to people. Try going places you never thought, you know, you never saw yourself going because if one way doesn't work, that doesn't mean there's other ways that won't. You know, I believe in everybody. I believe there's, there's, there's enough out here for everybody to, to be comfortable in life and to have things that you never dreamt of having. That has nothing to do with the color of your skin. Everybody can win. I'm not trying to rhyme, but everybody can win. So the next time something like this happens, because it's going to be the next time, the next time something like this happens, I'm not saying I don't want to hear you bring up race because once again, you can do what you want to do. But don't try to hide behind right and wrong with black and white. That's basically what I'm saying. I don't like when people try to hide behind right and wrong with black and white. Just because he's a young black male, he put his hands on her because she called him that word. No. Kareem Hunt is younger than me, and I'm not saying that word should not hurt him. I'm not saying that word should not hurt him. I'm not saying that. But he knows he's been around people that use that word as a term of endearment. And even though he should also have that mentality that I'm worth a lot more than a word. So whatever this woman says, regardless of why she said it, I'm not going to react by punching her, choking her. I'm not going to react by that. I'm going to react by being the bigger person and walking away. That's it. Once again, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt. I'm not saying it doesn't have a stigma around it. I'm not saying it doesn't carry the weight of millions, because it does. And that's just not that word. No, it's not just that word. Plenty of words you can use to hurt a person. 
plenty of words you can use to to whatever you feel that however you're describing that person is going to hurt them. No. It hasn't happened in a while, but I used to have a conversation with an Hispanic man just about every just about every day or a couple of times a week. I don't speak Spanish. He doesn't speak English, but whenever he sees me, it's always a warm embrace. Always. Whenever I used to see this gentleman, it was always a warm embrace. He didn't see color. He saw a friend. Once again, I don't speak Spanish. He didn't speak English, but he would just hold me on my shoulder, tell me whatever he was, whatever he was telling me, but it felt genuine. There's people, I know black people personally who don't, who won't do that. Who won't reach out to another person. Who feels that everybody's out to get them. But I also know plenty of other people who will reach out to you. Who will text you. Who will call you. Who will come see you. Just to check up on you. Just to make sure you're okay. So I don't believe race should be an issue with everything that's black and white. Or whatever color you are. I don't believe race should be the issue made out to be when it's when it's clearly something else so I'm gonna switch switch it a little bit so I can stop ranting and getting on your nerves I'm sorry like I said it's like three something in the morning and once again I'm gonna say this just 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 so I don't have to say it again I didn't put my wife off my podcast she sleep. She right behind me snoring. Y'all can't hear her snoring. I'm not going to put her out there like that. But uh, <laughs> she right behind me sleep. And it is 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm just, I'm up. And like I said, something was on my mind. So I had to say it. And um, another thing, it's almost my birthday. I'm almost 36. I'm not having a midlife crisis, y'all. I'm not. But there's a lot of things in my life that I want to do. There's a lot of things in my life that I still feel that I'm physically capable of doing. For those of you guys who follow me on Instagram, know I want to have a prof- I, I want to have a boxing match. I want to step in the ring one time. I also have diverticulitis. That's just, you know, I I basically put it put it to, you know, if I basically have in, infected in intestine basically. I, I don't know how it got infected because it came about I wanna say about five years ago, four and a half, five years ago. So it wasn't nothing I was born with basically. So basically, you know, the foods that I eat, certain foods that I eat really cause inflammation and causes a lot of a lot of, you know, basically trouble, <laughs> trouble down there, basically. <laughs> and um, that's sort of on my mind right now as to as to why I don't want to have the fight because I don't know, you know, you get hit in the sides, you get hit in the stomach, stuff like that. You know, I don't want to. I basically don't want to crap myself in the ring, basically. <laughs> But uh, but no, but no. 
I've I, I've had it un, under control as of late. It's just that lately I haven't. I then I don't know what I ate, you know. But basically, I'm not having a midlife crisis. But there is a lot of things that I want to do in my life. Basically, like I said, I want to have a boxing match, and I'm taking the proper the proper steps to having that boxing match. I'm, I'm taking the steps to do that. But it's just it it creeps up on me that that I am 30, almost 36. I'll be 36 on the 12th. And it's it's there in the back of my mind that I can't get it back, so I have to do it now, basically. And uh, I played rugby for about a year, a couple of years back, and I absolutely loved that sport. I really wish I would still be playing it, but, you know, work and got you know more more involved with work and stuff like that like well basically I, basically I, I got a promotion and you know I have responsibilities now not to say I didn't have responsibilities before but <laughs> but work came first basically um, I tried out for our football team when we had them the Rams were here you know I tried out for them and I like I told you guys in previous episode I could have made it had I been about five, six years younger. But um, I'm only bringing up my age. That's to say that there's, you know, a lot more to me. And as of late, a lot of opportunities have really came about. I am, you know, involved in church, involved in the community. I'm, you know, singing at church and part of the worship team, and that's something I never thought I'd do. You know, I never thought I'd actually sing publicly. I, I always thought it would just be, even though I have, you know, back in school and stuff. But I always thought it would just be something that I do, you know, around the house, stuff like that. So maybe that is the direction my, my life is going in. But I, I don't know. And i be honest with you guys, I don't want to know. I don't want to, you know, you, you shouldn't want to find out what's going to happen to you or find out what your purpose is. It should just happen. You know, you should everything that you do should just carry you towards your, your destiny basically so like I said I'm not I'm, I'm physically able to do I'm physically physically able to do a lot of things I'm not bragging or boasting but you know I, I can still get out there and play basketball with teenagers and you know play football with teenagers and like I said I still want to box I still feel I'm capable of doing that and um, I just I just don't know why you know certain men or women in general or people in general hit a certain age in their life and they just are in a rush to do something worth it. They hop on a motorcycle or they go you know bungee jumping or whatever, whatever. Hop out of an airplane or something like that. Run a marathon or something like that. You know. I see that I'm not like that. I'm not like that at all. I'm not. I'm not ready to go jump off an airplane, or even though, even though I'm actually getting on an airplane for the first time next month, going to Hollywood for a convention with, with a friend of mine. But I'm I'm not ready to jump out of that airplane. Basically, you know, I'm not ready to just say, "Oh well, this is how I want to live my life," and this and that. You know, I, I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, and all of that stuff. No, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to do that. 
but it's basically saying that basically saying that I'm going to try to find something something I'm, I'm once again I'm not going to I I don't feel that I'm that I have midlife crisis. I don't feel that I, I'm saying no, I'm sorry. I don't feel that I'm going through a midlife crisis. I don't feel that at all. I don't feel I'm, I'm going through a midlife crisis at all. And um, but it just it just hit me that I'm, I'll be 36, and I don't know whether this, I don't know how true this is, but I do believe that I was close to a pound, if not a little under a pound, when I was born. So when I say that, that I don't know whether I was, you know, close to or under. I was pretty small. I could fit inside the palm of my I can fit inside the palm of my mother's hand. And to see where I came, how far I've come in life. And like I said before, I'm not where I want to be, but I honestly feel that I've I've done pretty good for myself. And to be honest with you guys, I owe it all. I can't say I owe it all. But for my wife, because of my wife, I'm sorry, because of my wife, I've basically been able to do a lot of things that I didn't see possible already. And I know we've stated on this podcast that we're going through a lot of a lot of changes, basically amongst each other but still my wife she still means so much to me and whether or not we do whatever because nothing is promised I know having her it was basically keeping me basically keeping me going because like I, I, I don't think I've stated this but maybe I did maybe I did it but when I'm when I met her I was you know just a lost soul basically and I and I didn't really want to I, I didn't want to do anything I, I didn't want to I, I wasn't too fond of life to be honest with you I, I really wasn't that fond of life I wasn't this outgoing person that I am now. I, I wasn't at all. I wasn't this. I, I wasn't the man that I am today. I wasn't the person that I am today. Nowhere near. And there's been a lot of things that happened to both of us, to my wife and myself, that basically, you know, could have steered us in other directions. But we know that it's not over with for either of us. We know that. It's not over with. And like I stated, I owe a lot of that to her. A lot of my motivation, a lot of my ability, a lot of me comes from, it's, 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 it comes from her. And 
And I mean, and that's that's not even say, saying that, you know, she's only doing this because she's my wife. No, she's doing that because we genuinely care about each other. So I don't want to, basically, I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything or anything, you know, I honestly don't know where I'm, where I'm trying to go with this one, but I'm just not stating that I'm ready to give up on my marriage. I'm not. I'm not ready to give up on my marriage, but I do care more for her as she does for me. We have a weird kind of kind of a relationship where we look at each other like, okay, if he's happy, I'm happy, or if she's happy, I'm happy, regardless of whether or not we're whatever label. We're just we're just happy to be with each other. So like I said, I'm turning thirty six. I don't know which direction my life is going in, but she keeps telling me, feel good about the direction it's going in. Feel good, be happy. You never know. Just be happy. You never know what direction your life is going in. And I don't. I don't know what direction my life is going in. I just know she keeps telling me and friends keep telling me, just keep training. Just keep training. You do not want to miss this opportunity when it comes about. And I, I don't really get that part. But they keep telling me, don't stop. Don't stop. Because one of these days, the weights you lift, the training you do, the regimen you're on, everything is going to pay off. You just got to be ready for it. I'm not saying that scares me, but I'm also saying I'm turning 36 on Wednesday. I ain't got that much time. So <laughs> I'm not rushing anything. So if it is to happen, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh my God, I can't wait. No, I can't wait. But I'm. 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 I'm impatient, y'all. <laughs> I'm an impatient person. So moving on, another topic. I'm still ecstatic. I'm still happy, even though. It was a couple of couple of games right there that got away from my squad. That's okay. We making up for it. Once again, Chicago Bears showed who they are. Their team is going to fight. Their team is going to stick together. Their team is going to pick one another up when we're not having a good game. And the city, the, the, the city, Soldier Field, the fans – all of us worldwide, that was a beautiful thing to see. The fans uplift that team. Uplift every person in that organization. That was a beautiful thing to see. And I've always said this ever since I came, I came to be a Bears fan. We got the best fans in sports best supporters in sports. We all believe in monsters, bird down, whatever you want, whatever phrase you want to use, sport face, whatever you want to use, we, we, we're all bears. We all are bears, all of us. And I'm not saying we're going to go far, we're going to go win the Super Bowl or something like that, but it's a different NFL when the Chicago Bears are making noise. It's a different NFL. It's a different feeling. It really is. It's a different feeling. 
It's the way it's supposed to be. It's the way it's supposed to be. I'm not saying we're supposed to be top, top tier contending team, Super Bowl winning team every season, but it's a different NFL when the Chicago Bears are out there making noise. It really is. So I'm not going to say we're going to make the playoffs and go on and win the Super Bowl. I just want to have a season that we can all be proud of, and it's a building block. So let's go, Bears. Let's keep it going. And I really want to win this game on Sunday. <laughs> this is the game I want. This is the game that got away from us. First game of the season. This is the game I want. And I know Soldier Field is going to be lifted Sunday afternoon. The fans are going to show up again. We're going to want this game. Don't want to lose to the Packers, especially not, not right now. Packers won't make the playoffs. We do not have to worry about seeing 12 in the playoffs this season. But to get that confidence, let that monkey's off our back, we have to take them out. We've beaten the best. We know our defense can neutralize an offense. And our running game can slow a game down. I'm a little worried about Trubisky and his decision-making, but when he's on, he's on. When he's on, he's capable of winning a game. Now, a lot of people said he should have played um, against New York. and Sort of iffy, but a lot of those calls didn't go our way. To be honest with you, in that game against New York, in the game against New England, the game against uh, Miami, you know, so, I mean, they, a lot of that was a little iffy. But, like I said, when the Chicago Bears are on top, it's a different NFL. Uh, so, I'm going to end this one here. Like I said, guys, this was just a special episode that I wanted to do. And I love you guys, all of you guys. I want to see you succeed. I don't want to see anything in your way. I want you to have the confidence in yourself, the belief in your abilities, and the faith that everything will work out for you. Love you guys. Get my husband off my podcast. Say it again. Get my husband off my podcast. Get my husband off my podcast. I believe in this. GMH ONP.